0: Hello again, yeah, it has been a while once again I just wanted to say, you know, sorry it's been so long It's been it's been a wacky little summer But um, this is all to say that um, <laughs> this episode was literally recorded on the 4th of July So it is rather old But um, I am <laughs> hoping to release this one and the one that we just recorded last week And we are um, hopefully getting back on a schedule of... Recording uh, regularly and I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say you can anticipate uh, regular episodes from now on and if that ends up being a lie you know you can be mad i guess or something like that yeah so i'm g- i'm going to try to put these out one week after the next so this one was very old the next one you will hear next week is not quite as old and hopefully that should be the case from here on out <laughs> just just saying and not that it matters, but we did do AI Dungeon two weeks in a row, and I think we did that quite, <laughs> quite recently in the, the, our, our past catalog, too, because we've, just, we've had a lot going on, and it's an, it's an easy toy, and we hope to have some more creative original toys coming to you very soon. But yeah, um, enjoy, and glad to be back. Hello. Hello.
1: I'm Justin.
0: I'm Allison.
1: And this is episode 144 of Robots on Typewriters.
0: Yes, it is. And...
1: Happy birthday.
0: (laughs) Happy birthday. You know, we did miss our birthday. Yeah. We missed our third birthday.
1: Well, happy third birthday to (laughs) us a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a rare, well... Increasingly (laughs) less rare episode where we're in the same room.
0: It's going to be increasingly rare from this point out, I think. Yes,
1: we've spent too much time in the same room and now we never want to again. Now we
0: must be in separate countries again or else we'll die. Um, But what is this that we're doing here and why are we talking in the same room? This
1: is Robots on Typewriters, a podcast all about computational creativity. It's things like neural networks or... Uh, random number generators, Gans, uh, we'll be, we'll gams. be explaining Gans in a second, Gams, <laughs> Hams, uh, jams. jams, you talk about proc jams sometimes. Proc jams, game jams, yeah. um, language models, all sorts of computational tools that we can use to enhance people's creativity or to trick computers into being creative on their own. On this <laughs> podcast, we have two segments, the first of which is called the Zesty Hat where we highlight some computational creativity from around the internet. And in our second segment, we have the Trashy Toy, where we play some computationally creative games using the tools that we've talked about on this very show. This week, it's my turn to serve us up a nice zesty hat. And like happens so often, uh, we got a great idea for a zesty hat this week from Janelle Shane's blog, AI Weirdness. This is... A new GAN. A
0: new GAN.
1: So GANs, I, I I slipped that word in there, but I figured I would have a chance to explain just now, are generative adversarial networks. We talk about them on this show sometimes. They're neural networks. They're AI models that are able to make stuff and make stuff increasingly kind of better. They be, they're they generative in that they make stuff, but they're adversarial. They play like a little game against themselves where they try to make something to fool like you're, the left side of the brain makes something and the right side of the brain says whether that's something that was real or something that was made up. And they get better and better at making and at judging until the things that they're making are uh, pretty pretty similar to the actual real things. Now, there is a new internet image GAN called a 10 or no, a 10 is not new, but the new one is called VQGAN plus CLIP. <sighs> so CLIP- Pithy. Yeah, Clip, well, it's VQGAN is the GAN that makes images, but then Clip was a different neural network that was good at judging how well a picture matches a prompt. It doesn't make anything, it's just a judge. Got it. But people found uh, really cool ways to use Clip and use the judgments to get more and more specific with prompts. So if you had you know, drawing of a cat, Clip would be pretty good at telling whether a drawing of a cat was or was not a cat. But then you could put in more and more specific things like drawing of a cat with a sombrero or with a cat, a drawing of a cat with a curly mustache. And the drawings that would have to match clip would have to get more and more specific and match these more and more specific prompts because clip was really good at judging whether or not something matched. So VQGAN plus clip is a way to steer a GAN to start with a generated image and then steer it to get weirder and weirder or more and more specific Based on different text prompts, and in the latest AI weirdness, there's some cool demonstrations of what this steering process looks like. So, Janelle Shane starts with a GAN image uh, labeled "a herd of sheep grazing on a lush green hillside," and VQGAN uh, makes a. I would say this is a pretty good drawing of sheep on a hillside.
0: Yeah, no, it's very good.
1: It looks pretty normal. It's a little uh, like watercolory, a little dreamy, but it's pretty much matching what it was meant to be. So Clip lets you start with that drawing and then start adding little descriptions to it. So Janelle Shane adds the same description, sheep grazing on a lush hillside, but the dis- an additional description, uh, amazing, awesome, and epic. And now the picture is uh, more like epic. It's more dramatic. There's like Yeah, a- I'm looking okay. at it on my computer. Now yeah. there's like a big dramatic cliff in the back <laughs> and the sheep are like, Under palm trees or something, yeah. Um, and she just keeps adding on different little phrases on top of uh, the original drawing to get different like iterations, different like basically different art styles or something of the same picture.
0: As you can imagine, I'm a big fan of the Tim Burton one. It's (laughs) so fun.
1: Yeah, I I really like. She tried a Bob Ross version. Yeah, and it put little Bob Ross like heads, like little afros into the drawing. But it also does have the Bob Ross well, like it's light watercolor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a, a really cool way to um, have like one idea and then just stylize it differently using these.
0: So yeah, is it like usable by a layperson? At yeah, the moment?
1: Uh, depending how uh, how much time you have ah. on your hands, because it's all in a Google Collaboratory. So it's uh, all in okay. what is essentially a big old Google <clears throat> Doc that you can click through. And use Google's hardware to train this stuff, and all you'll need to know how to do is type in your little prompts. Like mm, the, oh, the instructions okay. will guide you through it. Uh, it just might take some clicks and some uh, generation time. Got it. Uh, but yeah, if you want to test out VQGAN plus Clip, um, you can go to yeah, you can go to the latest AI weirdness uh, post to find a link to it and to find uh, some of the different stylized drawings uh janelle shane was able to generate there's also a blog post by charlie Schnell. snell sheen there's a blog post by charlie sheen a blog post by charlie snell um with some descriptions of how clip works and some more examples of clip in action uh steering these uh these different artworks and you can really see so janelle went pretty um Kind of this silly whimsical uh, direction with these, but the Charlie Snell blog post also shows some of the uh, like fine art directions you can kind of go with this. So someone, Charlie, put in part of T.S. Eliot's The Wasteland and got this like beautiful, (gasps) like haunting, uh, like abstract art. Uh, Yeah, you can check that out, see how clip got kind of reused from its original purpose as just judging whether things matched what they were meant to match to now being like, I don't even know, like a it's like an assistant to the artist, like coming yeah. up with fun little ideas.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like that thing that we talked about a couple weeks ago where it was like you like added a um like descriptor to like a picture of Taylor Swift and it was, oh, and it was like the Boris Johnson yeah. thing where he was like smiling and that sucked Um, And I'm also seeing there's a um, Twitter – I don't think it's a Twitter bot. It's just like a a Twitter account called at images underscore AI, images generated by AI machines that kind of just – Post a bunch of people's um, generations with these kinds of things so it's a cool place to uh, get a big you know wide survey of a bunch of different kinds of images that's also linked at the bottom of Janelle's blog post yeah, yeah.
1: definitely a good uh, it's it's not a bot but it's a good thing yeah. to follow if you like bots so I yeah. think we will probably throw it into our our bot list oh, Do we yeah, still I maintain about
0: that? that maintain it no oh, <laughs> like,
1: it still it still exists it, it We exists, occasionally add yeah. things to it. Uh yeah, that'll be a fun little thing in your timeline if you have, you know, a bunch of boring news and unfunny jokes and then some weird ethereal art made yeah. by computers. It's just uh, a nice way to spice things up. Yep. Um I'll also give a, a mini hat shout out that we had a listener email oh, from nice. Joe Isham. Of course. Yeah, Joe sent us an email uh using Eleuther.ai uh to do a rebrand of a <laughs> news station. And we were we were reading some of this together like back and forth and having a great time. This is like a news uh, a news station like sign-on and it just goes on super long and is very funny. Area five is all news from a family looking for help. <laughs> Area five, it's channel five. It's news five, it's channel five. <laughs> from six p.m. to ten p.m. And the morning news, the half hour, one o'clock news every day. Look at this. If you see yourself in any of these faces, come see what WBAP (laughs) is is all about. We're here to help you. You're not alone.
0: (laughs) Say hi to us. We'll say hi to you. You're not alone. Come see what WBAP is about. WBAP. We're here to help you. You're not alone. We'll say hi to you.
1: Stay tuned. We'll listen. Area 5. Welcome to the new channel 5. I'm Melanie Alper. I forgot about Melanie Alper.
0: The world is in big trouble, so why not put your big brains to work? <laughs> yeah, very fun. We always love everything that Joe uh, sends to us. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, so remember, uh, we we always say it at the end. Maybe there's a good time to say it. It is true, yeah. You can always contact us on at Robot Typewriter, where you can also probably find that list of bots. Uh, and you can always tweet at us there or email us uh, at... Robot at typewriter at gmail at com. Robots
0: at batcamp.org Even
1: <laughs> you can try my. You way. can try
0: that one. Yeah. Great little hat. Um. And uh. Yeah. That's gonna take us on into our trashy toy. And we're, we're gonna do. We're we're doing some uh, an an easy bake little little toy this week because um Justin has been here uh in New York with me helping me move apartments and it's been um a very long week and uh. Didn't have a lot of mental energy to to be very creative, but we did have apparently just a lot of mental energy to just spout bullshit twenty four seven. Oh, that's all
1: we ever do. <laughs> and
0: and um, we've just been, you know, kind of riffing on and off, or just incessantly, yeah. and um,
1: on and on,
0: on and on and on and on. We we've just been we've coming up we've been coming up with a lot of. <laughs> Had a lot of thoughts. Had a lot of thoughts. A lot of random characters that uh, are pretty much just uh, just a name, just names that we think are funny. Yeah, it's
1: not so much, yeah, the character isn't there, there's no traits. it's yeah. just funny sounds. <laughs> just
0: funny sounds to make us laugh. This is, I mean, this is where this all came from, because, you know, we think that the words clams and geese are funny together, and we were like, we should make a podcast out of this. <laughs> that, is,
1: that is a way bigger part of how this podcast came together than we often admit.
0: Um, so I, I thought, why don't we just take some of these random named characters that we've come up with this week and just throw them into a game of AI dungeon and see what kind of adventures they get on and see how they are fleshed out into full people. So I want to start a new game here and it's giving me the option to continue worlds, prompts, multiplayer. Do I want prompts? Yeah, that looks normal. Whoa. Hello. Look at the last option here.
1: Oh, Halloween should well, we go for it? <laughs> I'll I'll let you be in charge. You're the toy master today. I'll I'll quickly set up uh, what AI Dungeon is yes. while you mm-hmm. if you want to start prompting it. AI Dungeon is an app and a website, aidungeon.com.
0: It is a- um I bet that works. I think it's aidungeon.io is
1: uh, aidungeon.io or the AI Dungeon app are uh free text-based role-playing games that we Play on this show a lot, um, and they're powered by GPT-3, by a large language model made by OpenAI. Uh, that means you can kind of write up a little prompt, write up some character names, and tell whatever story you want to tell with the help of a computer. Uh, basically, all you need to do is type what a character is going to say or do, and the story unfolds before you. Um, it's it's super. Uh, open open world, I guess. It, the stories really <laughs> the kind of sprawl. openest of worlds. Yeah, maybe too open of a world sometimes. <laughs> the stories can sometimes sprawl out of control, or they can uh, almost always just lead to gay romance when we're always. playing.
0: Um, I'm going to actually do a multiplayer. So Do you mind playing on your phone yeah. so that you can be like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, awesome. I fucking
1: mind. Oh, yeah, and that's one of the other best parts of AI Dungeon that you can play multiplayer with yeah. friends and just play within the same... Uh, same little world together.
0: Yeah, so I've started a little custom prompt game here where I've made the character that I will be playing. Her name is Tina Tambourine.
1: <laughs> There's nothing to it. <laughs> and that means my character is Michael Alabanza. <laughs>
0: if, if you know, that be wild. But yeah, so I think we're just going to we're just going to start off with them once once you get in the game, we will just Start with them hanging out and see where they go. Or I think we were talking about having them move into an apartment in New York next to maybe some of our they can, but good friends. They can, but it's
1: just, it's completely up to you.
0: You know, I'll, I'll, I'll send them to New York and see what happens.
1: Yeah, the first line of AI Dungeon always just tells you to write a prompt that describes who you are and what the story is about. So it always gives the example, you are a knight in the kingdom of Larian. <laughs> you are hunting the evil dragon who has been terrorizing the kingdom. You enter the forest searching for the dragon and see and that's a great way to play AI Dungeon we <laughs> found that if you give a little cliffhanger like that. Uh GPT-3 is really talented at finishing the sentence and uh going off in a, its own little direction. So you can kinda cue up some fun little randomly generated details of your story that way.
0: Tina Tambourine and Michael Alabanza have just moved to a new apartment in New York City. They are both musicians, and both are also freelance and work at various places. They are very good friends, but do not have any romantic interest in
1: each other. I like it. Okay,
0: <laughs> but this is something to work work with. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What do they got to do today?
1: Yeah, I, I'll be I'll be Michael Alabanza, and for I'll go it. ahead and ask. Uh, Michael Alabanza says, "Hey, it's the Fourth of July. Do Michael Alabanza have any gigs today?" <laughs>
0: Nope, I'm off today. Want to go out? I don't have anything planned, Tina replies.
1: Sure, I'll go with you. Okay. To be clear, when she says want to go out, they do not have any romantic interest in other. They do not have any other. romantic
0: interest in each other. Tina, a Tina Tambourine Tina. <laughs> What's going on today? <laughs> Tina Tambourine Tina and Michael go out for the 4th of July. Tina and Michael take the subway to Coney Island. They both like the beach and enjoy spending all day there. After spending all day there playing around in the sand, they go get a late dinner. You gain no points. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, We need some intrigue. Michael Alabanza says, I hate the beach. Let's do something fun with dinner. You thinking Friendly's or Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> uh,
0: friendly sounds good.
1: Tina takes out her cell phone and calls her boyfriend, a local policeman. Oh, no. Hello. He answers.
0: <laughs> Hello. I'm just visiting my mother for the holiday.
1: It's Tina's boyfriend, Inspector Roboto. He's local to Chicago, which is a neighborhood in Brooklyn. They... Did you type that? Yeah. Okay. They start flirting, but for some reason, he seems very annoyed by the fact that you're there.
0: Oh, he does not like Michael. There must be something wrong with Michael Alabanza. So we know Roboto
1: has a good heart. He's a narc. <laughs> oh, no, he's a cop, so cops don't yeah. like narcs. He's a He's a drug addict, I guess. <laughs> Tina, what have I told you about spending time with this... Freelance musician
0: I'm also a freelance musician Rabobato. What if I told you
1: about getting a new apartment With another man
0: Tina Tambourine says Roboto What's your problem with Michael
1: I don't want to talk about it Roboto
0: <laughs> I can hear by the tone of your voice That you actually do want to talk about
1: it No Not now Tina <laughs> I'm, I'm hitting generate. I'm letting go it go for
0: it. Alright alright I'll let it go
1: Roboto hangs up and walks away.
0: <laughs> the camera's in a lot of places here.
1: <laughs> what was that all about? Michael asks. Her boyfriend's a dick. <laughs> he brings a font fla- long to school.
0: <laughs> Tina Tambrine says, I don't know. Roboto has been so weird lately. I don't think he likes us living together.
1: Ah, well, I'm sure he's just shy. Or maybe he's just busy from work. Come on, let's get some food. They get some food and eat at a nearby picnic table. You've okay. barely touched your frenzy. <laughs> oh, I
0: wrong? forgot. We're at, a, we're at a friendlies. Let's, let's, uh, maybe. Okay.
1: Does Inspector Roboto like ice cream? Is that just. I make that up?
0: All I know is that he likes footlongs.
1: Yeah. And his mother. Tell him to come get a Coney Island dog. I will love that.
0: Tina and Michael order at Friendlies. They order a large pepperoni pizza, a large fountain soda that, is, that blue, is blue, and a number of small appetizers for the table. The waiter seems a little surprised by all this food, but leaves it be.
1: Good, yeah, it's none of his business.
0: <laughs> you know, they are—are are they splitting one large fountain soda? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they're just friends. They have okay. no romantic oh. interest in each other. We still have no idea what the genre of this story is going to be. At at all. All. Michael Alabanza says. I'm going to bring a milkshake back for Roboto. Maybe that'll cheer him up.
0: Tina says, you better not. You know how he gets when people bring out milkshakes.
1: Don't worry, Tina. I'll be back before you know it. (laughs) We're going to bring him one right now.
0: All right, why don't we follow him there?
1: (laughs) Yeah, all right. Uh, Michael Alabanza drives to the local precinct to drop off a large chocolate malt for Inspector Roboto. Michael walks into the station and sees Roboto sitting at one of the desks. Roboto, I have something for you. Hmm, what is it? Roboto asks. Let it go. Oh, yeah, of course. Without looking up, it's a milkshake. A milkshake? I don't care for milkshakes. You know that, right? Aww. I'm letting it go further.
0: <laughs> Michael's got a good heart.
1: Yeah, but I, I know you like chocolate, so I thought you'd enjoy this. Roboto finally looks up from his desk and gives a weary smile.
0: That's kind of sweet.
1: He grabs the shake and takes a huge gulp. Thanks. No problem. Roboto goes back to writing something in his notepad. (laughs) Hey, Roboto. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes.
1: Should I let it go again?
0: (laughs) Yeah, we gotta know.
1: You should smile more often. It makes you look more cheerful. I'll keep that in mind. (laughs) Michael walks away and back to his apartment. He thinks to (laughs) himself. (laughs) Wait, I'm gonna address that here. He walks away back to his apartment. He thinks to himself, wait, I forgot. Tina is still at Friendly's. Ah oh, well, Roboto will be happy for the company. He arrives home and finds that Tina has indeed not left yet and is currently on a date with one of her friends from high school.
0: Okay, I think Tina's the problem here.
1: I thought this was going to be an episode of Friends where it's just like people hanging out in New York, but it's actually an episode of Seinfeld where everyone's awful and doing their own thing.
0: <laughs> Michael seems not bad. You, you should uh, smile more. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh,
1: here's a milkshake. You should smile more. <laughs>
0: Tina looks at her date across the table at Friendly's and asks what they've been up to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing much, we went to Friendly's, then we went back to my place and watched a movie.
0: aspirational.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What are you up to today? You gain no points.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tina's friend's face becomes a neutral expression and she looks down at her drink. Well, that's start, she thinks. I should probably move things along before my other friend (laughs) (laughs) shows. God. All
1: right, you're out of here next.
0: I want That's name. why she ordered
1: so much food.
0: <laughs> she just keeps passing off Michael's straw in the fountain. So <laughs> I got us two straws. It's perfectly clean. I got us five straws. <laughs> I, I want like names for these friends.
1: Uh, Monica, Joey. <laughs> hey, Tina, did you end up setting me up with that one you wanted me to go out with? Uh, it was ambiguous, but she is, like, waiting with this guy who's on a date with one of her oh, other friends. Oh, okay. So she is on the date right now, but, oh, like, okay. she shouldn't be. It's yeah. not her date.
0: Dina says, yeah, she's actually about to show up here in a few minutes. Ooh. Melanie.
1: Oh, her? Nice. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, we were just talking about how you guys used to go out.
1: I see. What did you think of her? Finally a man asking what a woman <laughs> thinks. <laughs>
0: Tina says, I thought she was great for you. You should definitely go for it again.
1: Why don't you like her?
0: I don't dislike her. It's just I don't really connect with her.
1: Is she nice? I guess. <laughs> he went out with her and he's like, what's this girl like? Is she again? nice?
0: <laughs> I well, yeah, I mean, I also kind of read into it. I like Tina saying, like, you should go for it. And he's like, whoa. Why don't you,
1: like, what's wrong with her if you're not
0: going for
1: it? Yeah, there's only two straws in this fountain drink. She's going to have one of them. Which one of us has the other? Well, seems like you just don't like brunettes.
0: Tina says, no, my type is more tall, dark, and metallic. I see. Well, I guess we should get going if we want to catch the movie before it
1: starts. Yeah, you go ahead. I'll catch a later one. With Melanie, who I'm going on the date with, Tina. (laughs) is going to meet someone else for a movie date now.
0: (laughs) Michael Alabanza just went home.
1: (laughs) It's fine if he goes (laughs) home. I can be every other character.
0: No, I mean, we, we can check back in with Michael.
1: Flashback. Back at the apartment, Michael Alabanza is cleaning up when his phone rings. Hello? Michael, it's me, David. We need to talk. Okay, what's up? It's about Roboto. He's been arrested for slaver activity. What? What? That little guy? That weird little guy who
0: never smiles
1: (laughs) funky little milkshake drinking robot (laughs) Yeah, and we're gonna have to tell him soon.
0: Oh my god. This is actually becoming fun Tina's just off on her own. This is actually very complicated all of a sudden (laughs) How are we gonna find it? How's Tina gonna find out? I also don't trust David. David sounds like a conspiracy theorist
1: Mike (laughs) Palabanta says I'll meet you at Applebee's in 20 minutes times square. I'll call Tina You quickly call Tina. Hey. Tina, I think I'm going to have to go to Applebee's by myself. I'll be right by you later. What? (laughs) You can say what as Tina.
0: (laughs) Tina says what?
1: I want to catch this movie, wait. I want to catch this movie by myself. I'll be there with someone else. Don't worry about it, just us later.
0: Uh, You hang up and just stare at the phone for a moment. She's going to call Michael back.
1: (laughs) You hang up, and call right back. Sorry, I didn't really understand that. Sorry,
0: I was trying to hang up with the guy I'm sitting in front of. He won't shut up. I one forgot. of the things where
1: your brain yeah. crosses <laughs> wires.
0: Tina Tambourine calls Michael right back. Hey, I just talked to Michael, and he says he'll meet us there in an hour, no problem. Let's just go. You nod, and the three of you leave for Applebee's. Judge Bot, uh I don't care about this scenario. I just want to know if you went to the restaurant. You gain one point. I feel like we're going to show up and Michael's going to be like, no, no, I told you not to come.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Michael, David, and Tina meet at Applebee's where David explains what he's learned about Inspector Roboto. So he was part of an intergalactic law enforcement organization until he fell out of favor with his superiors and was demoted to work on Earth seems a little extreme
0: i mean the thing is he did have a
1: whole ordeal with his superiors a while ago and there was some intergalactic shit there too. was with his parents yeah i think tina's like no that doesn't seem extreme <laughs> yeah,
0: this is just you honestly are being pretty insensitive about his backstory <laughs> just because he's from a different culture than you david
1: <laughs> a different planet culture i'm gonna walk a mile in a man's bean <laughs>
0: It's mother you're talking about. Tina says, honestly, that's pretty normal for him and his family, David. It's not a big deal. Oh. The five of you sit down and order some drinks. Hey, I'm
1: here, and I brought <laughs> Melanie, by the way. Guy and
0: Melanie. We don't have a name for that guy.
1: <laughs> so, uh, how did you two meet?
0: David asks. Called this whole meeting <laughs> to try to uh, unleash a conspiracy. Tina explains how she was working part-time at the pizza joint to make some extra money after school and how one day he came in.
1: He meaning the New Yorker sounding guy, Michael or Roboto? I was thinking Roboto. Or Melanie. (laughs) So how did you and any other of the people in this story meet? Get down on the ground. This is a police robbery.
0: Tina says, yeah, Roboto came into my pizzeria thinking it was a subway. He loves footlongs. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's hilarious so how did you talk him into working with you <laughs> for like several Roboto episodes now I've not said a word but my like my detail that he loves footlongs is like Chicago footlong hot dogs not subway footlongs but I've enjoyed that you've multiple times alluded to them <laughs> being subs
0: <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing <laughs> maybe he doesn't know <laughs>
1: No, yeah, I think to it's To him, it's all the same.
0: He just likes whatever is a footlong.
1: food, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fruit by the foot, all the same. Yeah.
0: Tina says, oh, no, we're dating, David.
1: Oh, okay then. So, uh, how did you two meet? I mean, as a couple.
0: Same way, David. Tina <laughs> <laughs> turns red and giggles. Tina turns red and giggles a bit embarrassed. You know that galaxy over there?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, the Milky Way. What about <laughs> it? To me, David is David Spade but playing Kramer in Seinfeld.
0: <laughs> you know that galaxy's over there? David points over to the Pizza Joints out Pizza Joints outdoor sign. Oh, I thought it was a comet. Tina jokes back pointing at the sign. <laughs> Good one.
1: This is going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I got I got some story. Before they can continue their conversation, a DJ comes over to the table and asks if anyone wants to play trivia tonight. <laughs> The five of you eagerly raise your hands, and the DJ puts an album of questions on the table. Okay, anyone want to start?
0: I'm, Tina volunteers first, so the game begins. I've never played
1: trivia like this. I'm letting it go. I want to see what happens. During the game, David orders a drink and asks to be excused to go to the bathroom. Excuse me, friends. Can I go to the bathroom?
0: <laughs> He's in the middle of the booth. It's like a round booth. Okay,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're next, so you volunteer to answer some questions. I'm assuming that's Michael.
0: You're next, you and Smokey. What's Michael's uh trivia sup- uh,
1: superiority? <laughs> Is his strength? I think he's like good at the music yeah. round. Like, name mm, yeah. that tune. Oh
0: yeah, we're all we're both freelance musicians.
1: Michael Alabanza answers some questions in the name that tune <laughs> round, but he forgets who wrote the song. Quote: Who wrote the song "Memory"? <laughs> Um, um... Do I have to... <laughs> No,
0: I'm trying to. <laughs>
1: like an Andrew Lloyd Webber yeah, what voice. What
0: does he sound like?
1: Brit- like posh um, British?
0: That would be me. A voice answers. You turn around and look at the exit. It was locked, so you couldn't <laughs> leave yet. Yes, that's right. It's me, Andrew Lloyd Webber. And I'm holding up this fucking joint. Apple face. I've got to do that. <laughs> Yeah, the whole trivia game was just a plant, so someone would eventually have to say his name.
1: Every single name that tune is a different Andrew Lloyd Webber song, and it's like, this week, instead of doing who performed the song, we're doing who wrote the song.
0: It's Andrew Lloyd Webber, and he's got a gun. He says, that's right, this is our holdup.
1: Well, you've got a good memory. What do you want?
0: I want your money. How much? One million dollars. I don't know what my accent
1: is. I like it. Uh, Okay, so Andrew (laughs) Lloyd Weber's holding up an Applebee's and demanding a million million dollars.
0: That he absolutely has.
1: Um, Okay, I got it. Michael Alabanza whispers to Tina, I think you need to call Roboto.
0: (laughs) Tina nods and pulls out her phone. Hello, Roboto? There's a guy here with a gun. What should we do?
1: Tell him you have no money.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay, good idea. (laughs) Excuse me, Mister Weber. We don't have money. You do. <laughs> hey, Mister Weber. We have no money. You do. Oh, send him in then.
1: <laughs> Tina goes to explain the situation to Weber while you ru- while you run and try to unlock the bathroom door.
0: Michael Alabanza is trying to hide in the bathroom. <laughs> it's locked from the outside.
1: Michael Alabanza hides in a stall and whispers <clears throat> into the phone. Okay, what next, Roboto? Oh, I don't know. Ask him what he wants. Uh, sorry, you're, you're busy. Can you come back later? <laughs> no, I'm dead. So.
0: Is that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: so hard to tell. He's like, I am not coming over for a, a mere Andrew Lloyd Webber robbery. If we responded to every one of those, we would have no time. <laughs> so I don't know what to do. Tell him I'll give him the money, but he has to come into the main area where you can see him.
0: Okay, okay, so we've got a course of action.
1: (laughs) All right, yeah. I think Tina can. Yeah. Sorry, Tuna can. Tuna
0: can. (laughs) Tina says, listen, Mr. Weber, if you come with me to the lobby, my boyfriend will be here with the money in a minute. No way, I'm not risking it. Please, Mr. Weber, the money is in a briefcase under the table. We already had it prepared. (laughs) We knew this happens all the time. (laughs) You know, yeah, when you're a kid, they tell you to always carry around a briefcase of a million dollars in case you're mugged by Andrew (laughs)
1: Lidwell. At an Applebee's.
0: (laughs) I don't care. It's not worth it. Tina looks at you and you sort of shrug. I'm sorry, Mr. Weber. Please just come out so we can finish this. (laughs) We all have stuff to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, Mr. Weber, how long is this going to take? <laughs> trivia is still going on.
0: <laughs> the trivia was a ruse!
1: Forget the trivia! Michael Alabanza says, Roboto, it's not working. What next? It is if you'd put the briefcase somewhere else. Roboto says, I can't go back into the main area. There's a guy with a gun. Do you
0: think this is a matter of perspective where, like, Roboto is usually, like, pretty nice and attentive and caring? And, I think like,
1: because it's Michael on the yeah. phone, he's like. <laughs>
0: Because this just doesn't sound like the Roboto I know. He'd be on the case in a minute. I'll-
1: then go into another room and hide. There's nowhere to hide. Then allow him to come to you and try to shoot you.
0: Roboto! <laughs> <But>, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tina turns around and says, <laughs> I'm going to have to let it go. To you, go into the bathroom and go into one of the stalls. Then wait until Mr. Weber comes in. <laughs> He'll follow you. and Then you can grab the briefcase.
1: What about you two?
0: To the guy and Melanie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> David is long gone. <laughs> Snuck out the back. <laughs> what about you two? How long have you known each other?
0: <laughs> Tina's friend and Melanie shrug. We're,
1: We're not, not getting, getting involved, involved.
0: They say in unison. This causes you to, s- to spit out your drink in surprise. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? <laughs> Mr. Weber says out of turn.
1: <laughs> he never misses a cue. We finally got the spring on him. <laughs> Michael Alabanza rushes at Andrew Lloyd Webber while he's off script. You nod in approval. Go, Tina.
0: Oh, you can't be serious, she says.
1: I've been through worse than this. You assure her.
0: Uh. What, okay. Wait. What is the what is the game plan? Do I? I need. To, there is a briefcase of money, which should have made things a lot. Simpler I think you up front. should be
1: grabbing the briefcase and running. Maybe throwing it at him. Or we or... want
0: to give him the briefcase, yeah. right? Okay.
1: You're running up to him with an open briefcase. <laughs> it's all right here. Quick, take it. I've been through worse than this. Just last week, Rogers and Hammerstein <laughs> held up this place.
0: <laughs> Tina Tambourine grabs the briefcase and throws it at Andrew Lloyd Weber. Take it and leave us alone! He catches the briefcase, but not before you manage to kick him in the shin. He yells out Jane and drops the briefcase, which falls to the floor at a crash. JudgeBot, you were honorable. You gained two points. <laughs> was I? We
1: kicked him in the shin to disarm him.
0: So can we grab, is, is that now the briefcase is fair game and we can grab it back? Yeah.
1: Michael Alabanza grabs the briefcase and the gun. <laughs> what next, Roboto? I think this is Lloyd Webber.
0: <laughs> the gun is empty. It was a test.
1: You have been giving a, given a briefing on the way Roboto's works. It's not a he, it's an AI. The company's founder is a computer nerd. The company's customers are companies that have dicks in the names. What? Somehow in the confusion, David grabbed the trivia microphone and started reading his manifesto. The profits from these companies will go towards building the new Teddy Roosevelt Museum in New York. Roboto's staff are paid well, but given no perks.
0: (laughs) Give give us more. (laughs) What?
1: I have no idea what his like political ideology is. We get an office and a small bonus to buy our family's Christmas presents. If you're interested in a position at Roboto's, send me an email at roboto 2 at Roboto.
0: Why does he have that email? Because
1: Roboto <laughs> has Roboto a- at Roboto.
0: <laughs> David's just obsessed with Roboto.
1: I think it's time Tina cuts him off. Okay. Everyone at the Applebee's is like, oh my god, this is so wild. Is this all scripted? Is this what New York's like?
0: <laughs> I can't write jokes on short notice. I did my best. Tina Tambourine grabs the microphone and says, all right, nothing to see here, folks. Just an on-location of, oh, I meant to say rehearsal, just an on-location rehearsal of Andrew Webber's newest musical, Roboto and the Technicolor Dream Footlong. Get that thing away from me, Mr. Weber shouts. You flick the TV off and finish your drink. You do know how this is going to cause a minor sensation, right? You say, Judge Bot. You're a little concerned about this, but you're not going to worry about it. You gain one point. Okay, tying them up. Wow. So uh, <laughs> the last line infers that, like, I have now cornered Andrew Led Webber into having yeah. to write this musical.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this musical is going to cause a big scene.
0: <laughs> so. So you'll be getting letters demanding answers, and there will be a national backlash against the musical, not to mention potential damage to the company's two. <laughs> it's the number two in parentheses.
1: <laughs> to the companies, two. <laughs> two.
0: Not the companies two.
1: <laughs> That's why Roboto wasn't reacting. He knew he already had mm. like clearance for all this from the city. Michael Alabanza says, Should we call Roboto back and tell him it was all just a rehearsal?
0: We can't do that, Tina says. That would be breaking our contract.
1: Fine, whatever. Let's just get out of here.
0: Do you have the gun?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Where are we going? Does she know? Did she actually know about all this?
1: Michael Alabanza hides the gun in his waistband and tells Tina he lost track of where it went.
0: Tina nods but says, I'm keeping my phone. She gets up and grabs her purse from the table.
1: You can keep it here if you want, David says. Thanks. Um, He's pointing at the purse. <laughs> you can keep your phone <laughs> in your own purse if you want.
0: Yeah, know. yeah. I thanks, David. Uh, how do we? How do we, Should we leave it there and then leave a wrap up for the the final? Yeah. Okay. I. Did, Tina did, was Tina in on it the whole time, or is she just good at taking control of situations?
1: Yeah, I can't tell if she knew that that was all a rehearsal or if she's like really just going <laughs> with the flow and yeah. like.
0: Maybe she is going to get some kind of big employment opportunity out of this because she clearly can, uh, uh, you know, run on the fly.
1: Yeah, this is going to be her big break. She's yeah. going to be like the lead. You're
0: the one who took down Andrew Lidweber the last time he held up an Applebee's. You're the one who put an end to his to the madness.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to be impressed and be like, I'm oh, going to cast you as the star in my I was move.
0: thinking that obviously like, this is going to be a big headline and people are going to hear about it because I think Andrew Lidweber is finally caught and he's going to jail for a very long time. We
1: can only Hope.
0: yeah we can only hope um yeah if you have any tips about any of android Web crimes, previous crimes you can email us at uh, robots at batcamp.org or you can tweet at us at robot typewriter and we have a theme song called video challenge by Anna Gucci. and that's that's all
1: um yeah should we like generate one, one more, more?
0: yeah Thanks, she replies, and fishes out a bunch of cards out of her purse.
1: What are you doing?
0: I'm giving our host a way to get in contact with me.
1: It's a bunch of uh, business cards. (laughs) You think we'll call or something? Giving her card to Andrew Lloyd Webber, like, and if you liked that stopping of your... uh, She shrugged. Who's Roboto? David asks, now interested in a conversation. An AI?
0: No, she rolls her eyes. It's short for Robert Noah Boating. (laughs) Roboto. Maybe it wasn't Roboto after all.
1: Her boyfriend, Inspector Robert Noah Boateng. No relation to Chicago <laughs> police officer Inspector Roboto. Same voice, though.
0: <clears throat> Tina Tamarine's a bit of a badass or something like that. I don't really know. Yeah, I
1: can't tell what's going on with like any of these characters. This is what New Yorkers are like to me.
0: <laughs> yeah.